Hello, everyone. And so here we are with episode four, Making Choices, Dining Out with Nutritious Meets Delicious, Kay and Chef Andrew. Hello. All right. Okay, so here we are with making choices, dining out, something we get asked a lot. And so, a lot. Yeah, I'm going to have you open it up, Chef, since you get a lot of those questions. I do, I do. So, a lot of uh, when we get into keto and we get into uh, quote unquote diets and new lifestyles, and uh, the biggest question that we get or dilemma that we get is, well, all my friends like to go here, they like to go here, and I get there and I don't know what to eat if there is anything that I can eat. And I will tell you right now that there's always choices. Yes. Fortunately, it's 2020 now, not 1995, and all of even the corporate chain restaurants have caught up to uh, keto, ketotarian, modified keto, paleo. So they're all aware and they've all made adjustments uh, to have uh, skin in the game. Right. Yes. So we uh, we tell clients that all the time. You can make healthy choices wherever you go based on whatever program you're on, whether it's paleo or keto or vegetarian or vegan. Um, and what is it you always say about the restaurant? If the chef isn't um, willing to work with you, find another restaurant. Exactly. And I actually have that on my notes to talk about today that you know, when you're going to go to these restaurants, uh, especially local establishments, which we're all into community and, and supporting local, um, get to know the chef, but also be a regular. If you, if you really want a favor when you walk in the door, be a regular, uh, whether it's your, your, your community or your neighborhood or even just your city. Uh, frequenting the same establishments, if they really get to know you, you will be surprised how much favor you'll get every other time you walk in there. Uh, but yeah, it's Chefs are here. This is the hospitality industry, not the let me cook what I want and you overpay for it industry. So if a chef is not willing to come uh, pay attention to his guests, and I use the word guests because you're a guest in our home, not just a customer at the gas station, uh, then honestly, I would move on to another restaurant. As a chef of 28 years, I will tell you that that is the integrity foundation of which the title chef is built on. Yes. Yes. I like that. All right. What do you have for us next? Well, so as you and I were talking the other day, you know, a lot of these uh, corporate restaurants have even gone so far as to spell out for you the carbs and the, the calories and uh, the fat. And so you give us a little lowdown on how accurate that is, how much we need to be paying attention to it, Well, how relevant it really is. If it's just listing out carbs, you know, I'm, I don't go by that philosophy. It's not calories in and calories out because we're all different. We're not a one size fits all. And when we have hormonal issues and health issues and diabetes and hypertension, and you know, you, you can't just go eat a bunch of pasta and cookies and stuff like that. And then, if, you know, you have, that's your intake for the day and it gets you to 1200 calories and that's all you ate. That's not necessarily healthy. I'm more about the nutrient dense foods how you're going to give your cells the proper nutrition. And also, you know, if you've got hormone issues or diabetes or insulin resistant, which resistance, which is 90% of Americans, then it's how food is really being metabolized in the body. And so, 
you know, my program that I've done for over 20 years, we call it Ketotarian because, you know, I call crazy keto where everybody's out there eating, you know, steak, which there's nothing wrong with steak and chicken and cream spinach and, and, you know, heavy cream and, um, you know, just all these animal fats and bacon, you know, that's not the healthy. I'm cured bacon, right? Yes. I'm cured bacon, of course. But there's a healthy way you can be keto. In other words, keep your foods down that convert to sugar rapidly, which does help insulin resistance. That's what we do, where you can still incorporate healthy vegetables and some blueberries and some fruits. You just got to know how to put it together. You know, you got to stay away from bananas. It's not that they're bad. It's just they are, they convert to sugar more rapidly. And, and so some of that we're going to cover on this call, right? Yep. Okay. So... Where are we starting? Well, so we're starting with, you know, you, you let's say, okay, we've already established that as you get to know, you know, the chefs, managers, um, I'll tell you, getting to know the manager is just as good as, as, as getting to know the chef because a lot of chefs, honestly, just really like to stay in the kitchen. But managers are managers in the front for a reason because they enjoy the hospitality side of the industry and they're there to be people pleasers and guest pleasers. And, uh, and so, Expressing, especially like I said, it's a lot easier than it was 20 years ago trying to go to a restaurant and trying to find something to eat because if you said, well, I'm a vegetarian, well, you would get that bland plate of microwaved broccoli, (laughs) cauliflower, carrots, basically something that came out of the freezer with no seasoning on it, and there you go. And chefs these days are taking a lot of pride in in vegetarian dishes that are also vegan because it's a challenge uh, to make something really good and to do something better than everybody else. So Yay for us guests. Yeah. And, you know, when we had our farm to table restaurant, we did some really creative bowls with okra and we used nutritional yeast flakes for those that were vegan and uh, ground up uh, almonds to create like a Parmesan cheese. And we made some really good vegan bowls, which that might be an episode later is how to how to make some healthy bowls. Oh, yeah. Bowls and salads. There you go. That's Mm -hmm. definitely an an episode that will turn into a video about about building building good bowls and building good salads. Yes. But that's it. Yes. So so, so what I tell a lot of people, and, and it's not, you don't have to go to this extreme. I used to tell people, if you have to fake an allergy or condition to get what you want, then go ahead and do it if the restaurant's <laughs> going to be that kind of stubborn. And like I said, these are the cases where, let's say you go visit a friend in another city. You're not familiar. They've already picked the restaurant. Hopefully, you maybe done a little bit of due diligence and pulled up the restaurant menu online. Mm-hmm. And and as you look at the menu, kind of navigate your way through and um, in your head, you don't necessarily have to do it out loud, use it as a roadmap and kind of a list of ingredients. And if you just decide, I just want vegetables tonight, and I see they have asparagus on this dish, and they have sweet potatoes on that dish, and they have quinoa on this dish, then don't really ask your server, tell them what you want, because I will tell you right now, being in this industry for as long as I have, anything's possible. Now, they might decide to charge you a little bit more extra for the for that, or it might take a couple extra minutes. You know what? That's okay. Well, here's the other thing. So you can also pick which restaurant. Let's say you get a group of friends together. Were you done with that point? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's say you get a group of friends together, and and I get this a lot, and they all want to go have Mexican food. And so my clients that are on my ketotarian, they call me and they're like, well, we're going to have Mexican food, and there's going to be chips and, you know, Rice and beans and and tortillas and... So I tell them, even then you can make a choice. You can, you uh, a healthy choice. You can actually get 
There's the uh, chicken fajitas or shrimp fajitas or beef fajitas. You can do the pico de gallo. You can do the guacamole. You can build like this plate. Um, and then just don't do the tortillas. Push the the chips to the other side. Literally, of the literally, just have them not put them in front of you because yeah. it's it's it's. Uh, was a human habit to reach out and grab chips oh, and salsa I, while you're talking. I do it all the time, but you can get a, a taco salad and, you know, just put lots of hot sauce on it. You can, a lot of places they do, is it pescado? Pescado. Pasole? No, fish. Oh, pescado. Pescado, thank you. So they'll do some kind of fish and you can get some fish with some kind of sauce, like a tomato sauce or something. So there are choices you can make even at a Mexican restaurant. Um, which brings me to the next one. I know you love talking about this, which is Chinese food restaurants. Yes. So it, how do I want to say this is a tougher one. And the reason why I say this, folks, um, if it's not deep fried, then at some point it's got sugar or cornstarch in the recipe. Most sauces, most uh, Chinese, Korean, uh, a lot of these Asian dishes are have sugar uh, just in their culture. It's it's a preservative. It's a it balances out a lot of the uh, the salty from the soy mm-hmm. and the fish sauces in a lot of stuff. These actually fish sauce has sugar. And folks, I hate to break this to you, but even our a number one favorite condiment, sriracha, has sugar in it. No, I was wasn't it is it corn syrup. Now, corn syrup is in – so when you get uh, spring rolls and you get like that really yummy, sweet garlic, that is – first uh-huh. ingredient is high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, yeah. So what kind of choice would you make at a Chinese food restaurant? Well, if we're going to take the lesser of all the evils, I would do something like a Kung Pao chicken or a beef and broccoli or a uh, – but or even just a, a uh, stir fry, if you will, mm-hmm. um, because when you're getting into um, – a lot of your your, your meats and, and, and chickens right before they're sautéed in the healthy sesame oil, they're dusted with cornstarch. Mm-hmm. So you could even probably tell them, don't ask them, unless it, they have stockpiled you know chicken for the evening. Say, can you do my chicken without cornstarch? I have an allergy, or I'll die right here in the restaurant. Right. So right. they they can sauté your 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 meat or your chicken or your shrimp whatever without cornstarch. And the same thing with. Uh, and just tell them no sauce or sauce on the side. Or I'd probably go with no sauce. And there's enough condiments usually at Chinese restaurants that you can pretty much do it upright yourself. Right, right. So at, and at this point where, uh, you know, if we're okay with grains at this point, brown rice is fine. Right. Uh, there are some restaurants out there, like I said, some some corporate chains that are very into vegan, vegetarian, keto. Um, I won't give you the full name, but its initials are P.F. Chang's. <laughs> That's funny. Well, sorry, but they just they, they do it better than everybody else. They're just they, yeah. they they are fully knowledgeable and prepared to take care of guests. Well, we always get the lettuce wraps there. So, right. So there there are things you can do if you're doing keto or ketotarian or paleo. Um, so Italian, you can um, if you are eating pasta, most Italian restaurants are doing gluten free. Almost pasta. every one. If they're not, then yeah. they just they haven't gotten on the page yet. Yeah. So you could do that, but you can also, again, if you're trying to be ketotarian or paleo, you could get some kind of fish. Um, give us, Mr. Italian, some some Italian dishes that might be ketotarian. Ketotarian. Well, you're right. So um, osabuco is, is ketotarian yeah. as long as you don't get it with the rice. It's just it's braised beef with vegetables. Um, and a lot of Italian restaurants, you'll have either a trout or a salmon 
dish that's with vegetables and probably balsamic vinegar. Um, What's the one with the capers and lemon juice? Is that Mar- That's not Marcella. That's a. Uh, oh no, you're talking about. Um, yeah, with a lemon caper sauce. Yeah, so you could get chicken with the lemon caper sauce, um, or you could do the piccata. Mar- piccata, thank you. Or there's the marsala, which um, I don't know if that has. Well, it, it all depends on how the chef makes it, and just you have to be careful that they don't use flour to thicken their sauces. Yeah, that's what I was. Um, using butter as a thickener is one thing. Using flour or cornstarch is another. Right. right. Um, and so th- you, you, like I said, you can ask, or again, just hey, can I get the marsala, but with just sautéed mushrooms and not the sauce. Yes, yes. And then steakhouses, that's easy because you could do shrimp or lobster or steak and you could do asparagus and broccoli. So that's an easy one. And it's very rare in steakhouses that they're using uh, any cornstarch. They might use a little bit of flour sometimes in their sauces, but it's very rare. Yeah, yeah. So what what other restaurants are we missing? So the big ones, Italian, Mexican, steakhouses. Chinese. So Chinese. so one that's probably your best bets is going to Persian restaurants and Greek restaurants. Okay. Uh you know, um the with between lamb and chicken and the lettuce and tomatoes and the the, the sauces that they use, the curries, the coconut milk. It's very, they don't use a lot of cornstarch. They don't use a lot of corn, period. Mm-hmm. And anything that they do, uh, you'll find a lot of quinoas and healthy grains. And this is, again, assuming that you're on to grains and that you're not just on uh, ketotarian. Right. But 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 there's there's options. and, and um, this, I always want rice when I go there, but I have to refrain. But that's okay. The well, food the bit, is usually so rich. Well, like the tortilla chips. In Mexican restaurants, you know, the big challenge here is not to grab that piece of pita bread or naan bread. Yeah, because they fill you up with that stuff oh, yeah. in bulk. Yeah. So your your actual meat dish is really small, and then they load up all this rice and, uh, you know, bread and stuff to, to make up the difference because it's cheaper. So, you know, just tell them to give you double the protein and, and not do the rice. And, right? and there is gluten-free type breads out there. Um, in our cookbook, Nutrition Meets Delicious, Texas Farm to Table, there's what we call a camp bread. We're going to do a video on it here shortly uh, from our gluten-free baking section. This is a great all-around bread. It can fake a naan bread, fake a pita, fake a pizza crust. Um, it just all depends on how thin you make it, how hard you bake it. Uh, but it's a really good vehicle for a lot of these things. So maybe just bring your own, hide it in your pocket or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I do with my salad dressing. You're right. Um, okay. So do you want to move on to drinks now? Or? Yeah. So that's something that Kay is a big advocate of that we always talk about. So you, you get there and you're like, okay, great. So I've, I've, I've done my due diligence. I know what I'm going to have to eat. So then let's talk about drinks because like we said in our holiday issue, drinks, drinks matter. Drinks matter, yes. Man, you can load up the calories in a drink, even if it's tea and adding sugar or a soda or juice or all of the, even alcohol. Margaritas, uh, yeah. Yeah, margaritas, <laughs> wine. It all matters. And so we're not saying, you know, if you're someone who likes to have a drink, then you you have to keep, it's all about balance. you got to balance it out. You don't load up on the... The chips and the bread and or the chips at a Mexican food restaurant and have a margarita. You might want to choose a different beverage, maybe a vodka soda or ask for a skinny margarita. Um, you know, to make sure that you're not having too many calories on that drink right. along with everything. Else. And not that we're really promoting drinking, but let's face it. You know, we we get these questions all the time. Well, yeah. if, if I if I'm on a drink, what should I drink? Exactly. Red wine. 
Uh, vodka is lower in calories. Prosecco versus champagne. No, I was. Well, Gina, our little rep that she, she Moet Hennessy might disagree. I, I prefer champagne over Prosecco. But yes, we did see that one time. It's it's okay, they're but they're okay. comparable. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but 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 they're but they're they're less caloric, I guess. Maybe better than uh, white wine, Chardonnay, Sauvignon Blanc. Sometimes the wines, yeah, red wines, white wines, the sweeter wines, um, especially. And your lighter red wines, like your Pinot Noirs, um, your Beaujolais. Mm-hmm. More on that end is is, is going to do better for you than big heavy cabs, Chewy's Infidels. Right. Thick Merlots, things like that. And then, of course, we like the uh, keto wines, the, the ones that have less sugar in them. The Correct. Scout, Scout and Cellar, if you're ever interested in that, those are some, some good wines. You can get good keto-friendly wines if you're having wine at home. But again, in the restaurant, that's harder. But let's tell them about some of the drinks that we've come up with. Um, not that we drink all the time, but when we do go out and have a beverage, you know, tequila, Sometimes I will just get a shot of tequila and a um, Topo Chico or a Pellegrino back and I'll just sip on my tequila and that way I'm getting the true benefits because there are some good benefits to tequila and then I have my water I'm drinking and I don't slam it, I just sip it and and that's good and it's very low calorie. That's not what I saw on YouTube. What? You and tequila shots. (laughs) Was that was that you hanging from the chandelier, or was that your stunt double? Right. Uh huh. <laughs> What's some of the other ones we've come up with? with well, it, it's just so there's you know tequila, uh, Topo Chico, splash of lime juice. Yeah. Um, maybe even a splash of orange juice or a splash of grapefruit, which are higher in sugar, um, but any more than two item mixed drink that you're going to get. I will tell you folks, almost 90% of them have simple syrup in them. And so if you're going to request a cocktail, try not to just order it by name. Just tell the bartender what you want. I'd like a vodka and a club soda with a splash of lemon juice and leave it at that. And I tell them all the time, I want this drink, but no simple syrup. And they tell me, well, that's going to be tart. And I say, yes, that's okay. Um, I know a couple of times you've made drinks at the house with the buy water yes yeah so we use hibiscus tea we use uh buy water which out of all of the sports flavored water things there are at the store it is probably i would say one of the better ones uh the buy water you get lots of flavors and a lot of people like Lacroix, and Lacroix is also flavored mm-hmm. um and so you can use that as well it's, it's finding alternatives for the flavoring it's not so much the um and if you buy an infused vodka, well, now you're, now you're having an infused flavor plus a healthier flavor, um, and so you can go down the right path. Right, right. So vodkas, vodka soda. I know uh, tonic does have some properties in it. They talk about the quinines or something. Qui- yeah, quinine. Quite, quite, thank you, quinine. Yes, this is your nutritionist. What's <laughs> quinine? It does have some benefits to it, but tonic does have sugar in it, right? Yes, it does. So, um, you know, you're better off maybe sticking with vodka soda. And if you do vodka soda with a splash of cranberry, a splash of cranberry. For coloring. Yeah, for coloring is not going to hurt you. It's when you do half, you know, cranberry and half soda. So there are some things you can do when you're dining out. But those of you who are trying to abstain from drinking one of the tricks I learned was um, taking a, asking the bartender for a wine glass and pouring some Pellegrino in the wine glass 
And that way, sometimes it is a brain thing. As silly as it sounds, I cannot disagree with her. Yeah. I teach a class on the brain and how to retrain the brain, especially with with alcohol and, and certain foods. And a lot of it is our brain. And so if you can kind of trick yourself into, oh, I feel like I'm looking like I'm having an adult beverage, and then you don't get harassed by a lot of times when you're not drinking everybody around you well why aren't you drinking well you can't you can't just have one so what, what how's that and then it almost becomes a contest to see if they can get you to drink yeah so sometimes pretending to tell the bartender you want like a soda and a in a rocks glass with some olives or whatever that takes for you to feel like you're having an adult beverage and everyone around you to not give you a hard time sometimes is a simple answer as well. So that does work. Right. And so a lot of these ideas, which we have a just mile long list of, uh, you can email us questions at info, I-N-F-O at kspears, K-A-Y-S-P-E-A-R-S.com. And just ask away for creative ideas because we've got plenty of them. We'd be here all day if we went through everything that we've created, concocted, and come up with in the last five years. Well, yeah, and we are all about, this is, you know, free information that we get asked a lot. So feel free to like and share. And, you know, I I know this uh, podcast goes out in several different ways, but as much as you can share this information, we are all for that. So please do share that. Um, My website is kspears.com. That's www.kspears.com. K-K-A-Y Spears, S-P-E-A-R-S.com. And under kspears.com, you can click on Nutritious Meats Delicious, where Andrew, he's the chef and I'm the the nutritionist. So I'm nutritious. I'm delicious. So you can go to that tab. We've got videos. We've got recipes. So we've got all kinds of ways for us to interact. Um, Feel free to um, schedule an appointment with us or reach out to us. And what is our next episode going to be on? What are we thinking for episode five? Next episode is probably going to be about the proper tools in the kitchen. Oh, I love that. It's just there's so many times that people get handcuffed trying to cook the right things because they don't have the proper tools and they get frustrated and quit. And I will tell you that the $10 that you would spend on this, the $20 you would spend on that, you would be surprised a, how easier it makes your life, and B, how many more times you use it or you find a way to use it that you didn't think you would. So we'll have all that next time. I love that. So for now, we're um, we're ending this podcast. Again, I'm Kay. I'm nutritious. I'm Chef Andrew. I'm delicious.